0: You're not listening to the Smoke World Podcast. You're wasting your time, you mortal.
1: Winter is coming. Might just be the cold. Winter is coming. It's
2: cold outside. You don't know cold. Winter is coming for him.
3: It's either me or this cold. It doesn't appear to be going anywhere. And winter is coming.
1: What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Smoke World. I'm your host, Stone. So go grab that stick, go grab a glass, whatever you're drinking. Let's sit back and have that conversation. You can follow me on Instagram at Smoke World Podcast, email Stone at Smoke World and the website, Smoke World That's right, folks. Winter is coming. Where are you smoking? where are you drinking I sit back and do what I do and do what we do and had a conversation this particular episode we're sitting back having it enjoying a smoke having some drinks some people may have had too many but nonetheless the question became where are you smoking come this winter season what are you going to do are you at your lounge do you have the capability to be at a lounge or are you outdoors with your fire pit, fireplace? What are you doing? You got your propane heater. This is the question. This episode will address that. We'll get different opinions. And this is what I love about the podcast to be able to reach you guys because on uh, Facebook I have a Smoke World podcast page. So I would love to hear from you guys. You get this in an email, Stone at SmokeWorldPodcast.com and let the listeners know we need to bounce off each other. Where are we smoking at? How are we prepared to do what we enjoy during the colder season? So sit back, relax, enjoy, stay warm. All right, got my brother, J-Dub, my brother, Patrick, out. We're going to try to explain to you and break down the concept with the weather changing We're going into the colder months. What can you do to enjoy your smokes, your drinks in the colder weather? If you don't have the facility or lounge, what can you do at home to make it happen? I'm going to ask J-Dub the
4: question first, brother. Good evening, audience. It's J-Dub let me give you an anthro historical pathology very quick before there was hard shelters which we have right now we had the ancestors that had skins whatever they had to make for their tarp in order to survive in the housing environment fire Is the over ending premise to bring good people together historically and now, especially with the cigar? You get a good fire, drinks, etc., etc. Good people, good people, and it will happen organically. Now Brother Stone, a.k.a. Smoke World, says in his premise, how do we X, Y, and Z set it? Good cigar, good people, a good fire in this fall, winter season, and it opens everything up to possibilities.
1: Okay, my brother. Now, my brother is from a warmer climate, from Jamaica. So the cold weather is not his friend. Not at all. Now, he's been here for several, I'd say several decades. But at the same time, if you're from a tropical island, I don't know if you really get used to the cold weather. So we're going to ask him... Of his opinion of what one can do to make it comfortable. Keyword is comfortable to be able to smoke in the great outdoors. My brother, my brother, Patrick, he's from Jamaica. Yard right, man. Mandeville
4: specific. Mandeville specific.
1: Absolutely. Mandeville. Respect the people. Respect the land. I'm going to ask his opinion on the question I propose to my brother, Patrick.
4: Look here, look here, look here. Uh, well, so, look
0: uh, look, look here, people.
4: <laughs>
0: you can never get used to cold. But I love cigars so much. I do whatever. I put on layers, layers of clothes, dress warm, just to enjoy my smoke.
4: With good people.
0: With good people.
4: See?
0: Not all of them. Right? Like, you know, they want to interrupt me right now, but I'm just right. saying. T shade. Yeah, yeah, see? Interruption. But yes. Affirmation. It could be zero degree. When it comes to my cigar, I'm a smoke. So, all I do, uh, take a good shot of bourbon sí, and sí. handle that thing. Because sí, sí. nothing, and sí. I say nothing, like a good smoke. I don't speak Spanish, but comprende? Sí, sí, sí.
4: So, my like good people,
0: take it from me. Dress warm. Go get the smoke. Yeah, get the smoke.
1: Smoke world.
4: Smoke world! Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm back, I'm back.
1: So, okay, my brother, I, I need to elaborate a little bit more on... Okay, you say dress with layers. Again, this is smoke world. There are no regulations. There are no rules. There are no... FCC rules. So, I need you to get raw. I, I, I mean, I need you to get raw on the scenario of what we got going on. So, when you say that you're willing to smoke outdoors, now, okay, let me ask you a question, brother. As you have your own setup at your crib on what you're doing, you know, give a little breakdown on what you got going on at the crib. You know, give it. Give us a little insight on your setup at the crib.
4: Okay.
0: Well, uh, I make my home my comfort zone. I
4: know. I know. I know. So basically, I build my gazebo.
0: and That's my outdoor world.
4: So I don't have to smoke inside. What's
0: No. If I have to smoke inside, uh, so sit in my basement where I ain't gotta interrupt the family with the smoke.
5: Not everybody can do
0: that, but as I said, I keep my stuff mostly outside in the gazebo. My heater going on, and I'm great. Good friends, family. See, and yeah. As I said, nothing like a good smoke.
1: I'm going to get it regardless. Good evening. Okay, now as we got people coming in, at this point in time, we're in the gazebo. And the gazebo, for those who don't know exactly what what it is, the gazebo, uh, it's an outdoor facility that we actually sit back in relax, smoke. Uh, we had the opportunity to, uh, somebody want to close the door there? You know, again, Joe was coming in. Hey there, brother. Uh, we, we're talking right now on the, uh, well, we, we, well here's the thing, brother. We, we're talking about the winter smoke. The setup with the, the weather changing as far as now we get into the fall, into the cold weather. You know, how can one enjoy their cigar for those who may have lounges, that's great. For those who may not have a lounge, what are some of the steps? What are some of the things they can do to be able to enjoy, you know, the smoke, the drink, the company? Well, right, if you, if, right. So uh, that sounds good, but I don't know you. I don't know everybody. Not to say I don't love everybody, but I don't know everybody. I think everybody understands that. If you don't. We can break that down We got my brothers in here We got brother Steve, brother Mac Brother Vargas My sister Rose, sister of the leaf They have joined us So again, we're getting perspective On what can one do In the winter months To continue to enjoy This entire thing That we call the love of the leaf So with that scenario Brother Vargas, I mean you're looking hard at me so, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, no, you what shit. recommendations could you give the audience, the listeners, on some things no, they can do
4: to you enjoy the smoke stage,
1: at home? What, 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 what are some of the things that you do? No,
4: no, 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 no.
5: That would be John. They're saying, no, no, no. He wants Mackadosh to say. What he got to say?
4: Absolutely on that you know. soft, on that soft skills. Um,
5: there's a there's a couple of different ways that you can go about it. So if you if you are if you have a deck in your house or if it's screened in, um, you can put plastic up on the uh, on the screened in part of your porch. Um, put a small heater in there and enjoy your leaf that way. Uh, there's some other ways that you can do. If you have a garage. You could put a, uh, a six-inch duck in there to suck out the uh, the the air, which is which is a nominal a, a minimal cost. You um, just got to set it up right so that this way it can um, exhaust those the smoke, right? Gotcha, right? And then put a small propane heater in your garage and enjoy it from that perspective. Um, or if you can try to make something in your in your basement and and close it off and put a, some sort of ventilation system in there. Um, that's another option as well. Uh, that's pretty much about it. Other than that, you're just gonna have to brave the element, go by your fire pit outside, and just and smoke. And that would be my recommendations right there. You have a couple of options. It's just what do you do?
4: Right.
1: Okay. What, what, you know, I mean, he came from a technical and a construction yeah, construction man. background as far as putting ducks and things like that. You I know, mean, if you have a garage or, you know, my recommendation would be, obviously, if you don't want to spend that money, uh, I would tell you to invest in a few fans or just a nice fan, a powerful fan. Because you got to figure, as a smoker, you don't really give two dams about nobody else. But so you're really considering... Those who don't enjoy or are annoyed by the smoke that the cigar gives off.
4: Those are the kevins and those are the kevins and the carons.
1: Right. So for those individuals, you know, you, you, you know, we're being considerate. Let's put it that way. We're being very considerate of those folks who don't they smoke. So at the end of the day, you put a fan in, blowing out. And for the most part, if you sit in the garage, I think, I think again, based on your scenario, scenario, everybody's scenario is completely different. That you can utilize a fan, blow some of that smoke out the garage. Again, throw up the garage all the way, crack the garage, let some air flow, and get some fresh air flow. You're blowing some air out, and you're gonna need some type of heating source if you don't have the heating source in your garage, whether that be, and obviously whether that be electrical or propane. That's only. That's the only thing I can think of at this moment to give you the heat sources that you will require based on the cold conditions or where you live. And if you live in Florida, you ain't got to worry about this. This podcast doesn't oh, pertain damn. to you. But if you live in places where, you know, the seasons change, this is something that you obviously want to think about. My brother Mac. now he's a Mississippi guy, you know, so I'm going to ask him his opinion on – some of the things that one can do to be able to enjoy the smoke in the great outdoors in a place where you live where the seasons change. Brother Matt, what are some of your opinions based on coming from a, you know, some of a warmer climate, coming to further north, to where we're at, what would you recommend?
3: Yeah, I messed up and moved north, man. So it's a it's an adjustment for me, you know. <laughs> but uh like, like y'all said, a garage thing. I, I, I get out in the garage when I can. But what I really try to do is stay close to people that have resources that I can go and smoke in comfort.
4: <laughs> Smart man. Smart man. Yeah. Smart man. And,
3: and I also enjoy visiting oh. other lounges. I try to... uh Hit the Maryland area, uh, I visit the Carolinas and just you know go around the different lounges when I can and uh enjoy a
1: good warm smoke, right? Okay, now, now for those who are unable to travel, such as yourself, it's not like you're going <laughs> you know half an hour away, you're going to, going to different states. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a concept an idea for those individuals who don't have that capacity. Or the means to maybe go four, five, six to eight hours away. I'm trying to come up with an idea okay. for those who, you know, again, winter months. If you don't have a lounge, again, a lot of times, obviously, the lounge is the key. Right. You got a lounge, obviously, you go there, you sit back, relax, and smoke. Right. Right. But sometimes that's not always possible.
4: Right. Right.
1: You know, the pandemic is still among us, people. Trust me, the pandemic has not passed that's us right. by. So don't sleep on that. I know you hear a lot of information about the pandemic is over. It's not. not. It is not. It is not. Right. So, again, that's a whole nother conversation. That's another podcast. The pandemic is still among us. COVID-19 is still strong out there. So if you want to isolate yourself and be able to enjoy smoke in the colder weather, colder months that's coming upon us, you know, you mentioned you know, obviously you have the blessings and the capability to be able to move and make moves in different lounges, in different states where there's a little bit of warmer weather. So we're trying to address those individuals and talking to those individuals who don't have that ability or capability to make those type of moves. So what have you come up with as far as concepts? I mean, again, I love the idea. Get with folks who have the resources. Right. But, you know, not everybody who listens to this podcast, my listeners, are able to make that move. So they have to hunker down at home. What would you recommend? You know, Vargas. He came up with some good ideas. So you get a fire pit maybe from, you know, your local hardware, whether it be, I'm not going to mention any names. They don't pay for none of the, the sponsorship here. So, you know, get yourself a fire pit or you go to YouTube. And build a fire pit. Mm-hmm. That would be my recommendation. Really, to build your own fire pit. It'd be There's much cheaper mm-hmm. to go and grab the items you need. It's not you know what I mean, less than fifty I say less than hundred bucks to build yourself your personal fire pit scenario. Grab some wood if you in you don't have to buy any wood. If you live in a place where you got wood, trees fell down, and storms come through, grab some wood and you make it happen. So I was wanna know based on your experience, again coming from a warmer climate. What are some of the things besides the resources, which is a great idea? If one is unable to do that, what do you think? What have you been doing? Like, okay, you have a deck, you have a lovely deck. Mm-hmm. What do you do in the colder months? Do you smoke home and inside the house, or do you kind of do something on the deck? I would like you to elaborate a little bit more on what's going on with that particular. Chief,
3: yeah, Chief. I will get on the deck when you know when it's in the fifties. I can do the fifties. I don't do too much cooler than that. Uh, I have a room in the house that's uh i have all hard furniture okay all leather and uh I can get up there every now and then I, I don't do it too often but uh everything's leather everything's you know no no uh no carpet no hard you know everything's hardwood floors and right, so you nothing know. that really retains the smoke and uh like you said, i got a fan that will you know, push it out of the window. But that—that's about it, man. its just uh, being a new guy in the north, man. This—I'm—I'm I'm struggling with that.
4: <laughs> I'm
3: looking for some asses myself, you know.
1: <laughs> you know, again, going back to the premise of the cigar smoker, him or she himself, or yeah. she himself, don't really care. It's right. more about the person who doesn't smoke yeah. that right. we're really concerned about. Yeah. You know, as a cigar smoker, you can keep two dams about. If the smoke is around, mind your business. So I don't know if you hear that in the background. That's why we got security on premises for people like himself, the guy who likes to interfere and intervene. But nonetheless, we uh, we 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 really I'm, you know I mean, we're, we you know we consider people, and a lot of folks get confused on what cigar smokers are. Cigar smokers are everyday people. You know, we're the judges, the janitor, we're the police. And for whatever reason, this is a whole other subject. I'm going to touch on this. Now, here at Smoke World, yeah, we love cigars. But for whatever reason, you know, we reach out to different people, different entities. There's a negative stigma that is on cigar smokers because I guess we smoke. But we're the same people that buy the sleep number bed. We're the same ones. Who buy cars so there's no different we just enjoy a cigar that's right. so you know for those who are listening that ah we can't rock with you guys that smoke cigars huh what are you talking about we're the same people that buy anything else we're the same consumer that purchases anything else any goods chattels we're the same individual so folks that's listening some of the sponsor people who were thinking about becoming sponsors who decided ah, i don't know about that because it's cigars let me help you out today. Stop the BS. Okay, you're missing out on the opportunity.
5: Stop the BS because you're missing out. If I may interject. Yes, well. my man Vargas, please. So, the, the, there's, such, there's such a stigma um, with cigar smoking and so forth, um, but it's not just it's not just a it's not just the cigar. It's the community behind the cigar, and the family and the family that's behind the cigar. And the friendships and the bonds that are made because of the cigar. So what people don't realize is there's a stigma that goes along with it because individuals are smoking a cigar. However, the individuals that smoke the cigar, there's friendships, families, and loves that are are created because of the cigar. Uh, There's peace on the leaf when it comes to this. There's good comp There's good conversation, right. when it comes to the leaf, there's good. There's good. It, the the leaf itself uh, transcends cultural barriers, races. Uh, how should I say? Um, cultural barriers. Cultural barriers, right. and that, then that also, says, says and well. also, and also, and um, also status lines. You know, you could you could literally sit back and meet every type of individual it because of that life and the individuals that you meet you probably will never meet because because of the love of the leaf. That's a you can use So because of it to all to to everybody who thinks it's negative is actually a positive because uh, it transcends all cultural barriers in, in the community that it creates. Um, t- to the sponsors that are out there, listen you you missing out on on a great opportunity to touch a lot of individuals because the community is very very large, um, and that's that's. What, Stone, what, what was the last numbers on 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 cigar on cigar tobacco purchasing in in the United States? It was like ten billion dollars last year or something crazy <laughs> like that, wow. easily. So when you look at the amount of money and the force behind the power of just buying cigars you're missing out on touching individuals who like motorcycles who like electronics who that's like right. who like guns who like uh, who likes wine who likes that's where I was going at who go likes ahead, beer the, go ahead, the, the, go ahead there's so many different individuals that have so many other interests other than the cigar this is just the, this is just the one thing that just brings everyone together. So, that's it.
4: Hold on, hold on, so, let, me, let me add this piece. Let me add this piece. Watch this, watch this. Nah, if my punch? brother was here, it'd be two minutes. This is gonna be two minutes. Punch, yeah. Since we can't, since we're not allowed to cut, we got no, we got no
0: battery in Thank you, punch, The
4: conventional world is like, okay, Tobacco is bad, so on and so forth. Most of them individuals watch news agencies and so on and so forth. But when we're dealing with this cigar, this cigar for the organic people, for those who are vegan, for those who are vegetarians or whatever consumption status that you you play yourself into, this cigar is truly organic organic. Why? The only thing the only thing that is a chemical reaction if, if we can use that, that preface is fermentation. So, for those who drink liquor liquor is a fermentation process. Liquor is a fermentation process. So why is Alcohol bad, tobacco bad, but the organic folk in this audience understand about organics. With the cigar, the only process that's different is the fermentation process. Like Winston-Salem, yada, yada, yada. You got uric acid. You got ammonia with the Newport's. Winston-Salem's. Marlboro. Yada, yada, yada. No. With this cigar, it's organic. There's no addiction process. It's straight what it is. It's pure. So those that's, that's... Oh, tobacco is bad. It's this... Y'all watch the news agencies too much, and y'all base off mentality off that. No. No. This cigar here brings a lot of good people together. Touché, Papa. It brings good people together. All it is is a catalyst. All it is is a catalyst. The platform. And platform. Same word. Nonetheless... It brings good people together. So stop the BS. Stop the. It's bad. It's it's not productive. So on and so forth. Yada yada yada. Now, if you are obsessive with it in regards to addictive behavior, Mm -hmm. now we can say it's bad. Betty Ford, Betty Ford, Sigmund Freud. Ulysses Grant, when individuals smoke that joint, fifteen cigars a day. Now you can have a platform, but when individuals smoke this thing two, three times a week, one cigar, two cigar, we can hype up. Not, you can't even say that. But stop the, the regulation that tobacco is bad. It's not. It's the individual. I'm done, I,
6: I, I have a question. How many cigars do each one of y'all smoke in a day? Five.
4: All right. yeah. You got one that does five.
6: How many you do? Me? Yeah. And in a pass day? Pass it
4: around. In a day? Yeah, how many cigars? I only smoke on the days I have off. Okay. And,
6: and how with many? my crew. Okay. And how many is that?
4: Maybe four.
6: Okay. Pass the mic around.
5: How many is that, Mr. B? Uh, Smoking cigars for me, I would say during the week, uh, zero. And um, if I'm having a fudged up day that day, I'm going to have a cigar and a bourbon. Um, But when I'm with the guys and ladies um, at the lounge, um, I may have one. I may have three. I may have four. All depends on the day and what's going on.
4: Not that chain smoking shit. But you know. I'm, not, oh. I'm oh. not. I'm not no, going to be good.
5: like. I'm not going to be like. Uh, you know, crazy. But as as my man Winston Churchill once said, "Go ahead, preach." I smoking cigars that. is like falling in love. Right. First, you're attracted by its shape. You say it's flavor, and you and you must always remember, never, never. To let the fume go out, or excuse me, the flame go out. So, onto you,
3: rooms. Uh,
7: so, I think I smoke no more than three cigars at a sitting. And I smoke on it's a habit Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And then now the football season on Sundays. I don't. I never smoke at home. I only smoke in the lounge or with my friends. No more than three.
3: Yeah, I thought. But a
7: three is like I really have to be engaged We're doing what we do And I typically don't drink anything More than maybe two drinks mm. That's it Unless it's birthdays and turn up
0: That's a well, different thing
6: Mr. P.
7: Watch yourself, mind your business Mind your
2: business
0: You are my business to the, left.
6: Here? to the left To the left, that would be for you How many you smoke
0: every day? I smoke every damn day I have One, I start out.
6: Yeah.
0: Maybe two, but damn, sometimes it's good. I maybe five.
7: Mm.
0: I smoke every day. Beautiful. Ain't cheap, but beautiful. Good people. I don't drink. Just a, little. Just, just a little, Fly. just a little, I'm just a little, just a little, fire. just a little, just, 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 a
7: little. just a little, just a little, just a little. Well, damn it. There.
1: I drink and I smoke. <laughs> how many <of> you smoke?
6: <laughs>
1: All right, so ask your host. <laughs> the question proposed was, how many cigars do we smoke in a day? For me personally... OK, this is more of a lifestyle for me. Uh, I enjoy the ability to be able to sit back after I work. I get up five o'clock in the stinking five o'clock in the stinking morning. OK, it's still dark outside. That's a whole nother story. That's going to be another podcast. Yes, it does. So I know many of you who are listening can relate to this scenario. So, again, we're not going to get off subject. But the question again proposes how many cigars? For me, I try to have a daily cigar. So after I get off work, you know, I come home, you know, love with my family, you know, caught up on the news. I'm kind of a news junkie, unfortunately. I don't know if that's fortunately or unfortunately, I'm a news junkie. So I sit back, do my thing, get my dinner, and then I I I'm blessed to be able to be able to smoke at home. Uh, I thank my wife for that because my wife was instrumental in setting up a cigar room in the home. You know, we had a room that we called, a.k.a. the movie room. But she's like, babe, you know what? You can make this a cigar room. So, therefore, I have the ability. So I think that makes a difference. That's my personal opinion, that it makes a difference if you have the ability to be able to smoke at home in your comfort, without having to maybe go out and start a fire, you know I, I'm able to go in the basement, relax, put the fans on, turn the TV on. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. As many times I go down there, I, I light up and I fall asleep. But hey, if you want to judge me, I get up five o'clock the of morning. I'm watching news. I'm watching whatever may come to me. You may put the fire stick on, turn a movie on. I may fall asleep. I'm like, damn, oh, it's 11 o'clock. I only got half the cigar smoke. And, you know, I'm a cheap bastard. If you don't know about Smoke World, so I'm not going to waste no cigar. That cigar is not going to go in the trash. Ain't no half a cigar going nowhere but to the lighter. So the wife may be thinking, like, what the hell is he down there doing? Talking to some little slim slim, little slim little milky honey negative. I done fell asleep and woke up. Cigar sitting on the ashtray. I light that baby back up and go at it so for me i am a daily cigar smoker i do have at least i'm a cigar day guy so for those insurance companies who are listening mind your business stay out of my business don't be worried about what i do how i do it okay so if you're looking for life insurance i'm gonna give you a little secret folks now don't tell anybody about this now don't let the life insurance company people know if you want to go in because guess what This is how we got to do things now, because this is how they base their scenario on life insurance. They want to know if you're a smoker. So here's a secret. Don't tell nobody. Turn your earphones down low. If you're sitting in the car listening to this, turn it down low. I'm going to tell you a little secret. What? Another guy told me this. Y'all ready for this? Okay. So if you're a cigar smoker and you have to take one of those physicals where they take your blood... (laughs) You stop smoking for 14 days. Again, don't tell nobody. I'm talking real low right now. So for 14 days, you stop smoking and you take your blood test. Guess what? You will be fine. Yeah, I said it. You will be fine. So with that being the case, I gave you a little secret. I gave you a little nugget of information. At the end of the day, they may be listening because, you know, that's all they do now. I mean, they get on social media. Be mindful of this, folks. Your jobs that you're applying for, they look at your social media platform on certain things. They look at social media. They see what you post, see what you're doing. This is the new game. So social media can be your friend or your enemy. Just Just remember that. Be mindful of that. So I'm going to ask my other brother how many cigars he smoked because my wife is in the background pushing me to say, basically, I'm talking too much. But I'm the host. This is my job. So... I'm going to tell her to basically look, mind your business. But, you know, respectfully, respectfully, mind your business. So, Brother Mac, what's your cigar count today?
3: Um, at the most, I may smoke three. Uh, if we're out for quite a while, I'm out with the fellas or something. But uh, usually I like to smoke a long-burning cigar, so I may only smoke one or two per night but that's about it and usually that's like I said on weekends I don't get to smoke too much during the week you know because of work and what have you
1: so So let me ask you a question based on that let me ask you a question based on what my brother Mac just said now with the dynamics change if you had the capability
4: to be in your home
1: in a warm environment opposed to having to go to a lounge and drive out put put your pajamas on put your lounge pants on, the old people pants, what the yes, young yes. people actually wear to school right now. I've been peeping those. Okay, I don't know who that is, but yeah, okay, so uh, I, I don't know what that picture was, but uh, nonetheless, do you think that would change the dynamics of the cigar intake per day if you had the capability just to smoke at home, change your clothes after the hard day's work, and smoke at home?
3: I do, because... uh Smoking a cigar relaxes me. I mean, you, yes. you can, you're you get forced to relax when you smoke a cigar. You have to sit down and and, and, and do nothing else. Yeah. So it, I, I enjoy the, the fact that it, it, it's a great way to relax. So, yeah, if I had the opportunity to do it more often, I, I'm sure I would have one a day, at least one a day. You know, you get off work and uh, have somewhere to go and relax and... Uh, A place to be able to smoke, sure. I'm sure I would uh, smoke more often.
1: Absolutely. All right, so we're going to ask my brother Steve. Brother Steve, he's he's got a nice... for, For those who don't know Steve now, Steve is a guy... Yeah, so Steve is my man. He's got a nice beard, you know. Now, I never had a beard. I don't even know if I can even grow a beard. Based on my jobs I held for many years. But nonetheless... He has a nice beard, and the brother is going to be a guest in the future. He's going to talk about some of his products that he's going to be creating for those brothers who, who sport those beards, you know, that Rick Ross type of beard. If you don't know who Rick Ross is, Google that person.
4: I think i Big Beach. Latin right. With that
1: so hallelujah. I'm going to ask him that question. On how many cigars does he partake in today? Uh,
2: actually, I honestly, I smoke maybe... When I'm out with the guys, brothers and sisters that'll leave, probably at the most two cigars. And then if it's a good night, maybe three. Um, Don't smoke at home. Uh, But for the most part, that's what I do. Boo! So, okay, the
1: question. Okay. So now, now the question is on a daily basis. So are you saying when you go out, there may. Okay, so do you smoke daily?
2: No, I don't smoke daily. I don't smoke daily.
1: Okay, uh, if you had the capability to smoke daily, do you think you would?
2: Absolutely. i probably would smoke two or three a day if I had the capability and the time structure. Because like Brother Max said, it is a, it's a relaxing thing. You don't really focus on anything else but your cigar, depending on your palate of your choice of, of libation, uh, really that's it. But if I, had a, if I had the opportunity, absolutely, maybe two or three a day. Okay. Now,
1: again... I want you to touch briefly on, uh, I know you're creating some different products for the beard. I'm just going to ask you just to touch on that because, again, I would love for you to, you got somebody in the background talking real gangster. So just, you know, a quick, maybe one-minute intro on some of the things that you're doing, some of the things that you're introducing, some of the products that you're doing and creating for those individuals who sport beards.
2: Um, yeah, so name the company's Big Bear Mountain, uh, basically it's for those such as myself who did research for a long time trying to figure out how can I get my beard right, what's the treatment, and what I found out the direct correlation to the cigar community is it is a big family, and so it's an open world. So it's that so many people will tell you this, tell you that, but when you do enough research. You're able to find out their basic organic necessities such as beard oils, uh, beard butters, um, beard shampoo and conditioners. The products that I'm coming out with are beard butters and beard oils. Uh, one of the most, one of the biggest misconceptions, uh, beard oil is, oh, I just throw it on my face. Beard oil is not even for your beard. It's for your skin up under your beard to get moisturizer through your beard throughout the day. Uh, Good beard butter or coat that really nicely. Or sometimes some people just will use beard butter only. Um, And these are the products that I'll be bringing out hopefully within the next three to four months and push them out there for the beard community. But like I said, it has a direct connection to the cigar world because there are a plethora of individuals who smoke cigars daily periodically but a lot of them have bids and so in that community I found questions asking me about my bid, which
4: is ultimately
2: ultimately pointing me to creating something healthy without chemicals without without uh, Added stuff in it that you don't need. So just you're using just all essential oils, all essential butters, from coconut oils to mango, etc. And um, that's really that's the really the gist of it. Okay, Well,
4: okay, folks.
1: Okay, well, my wife has a question, so we're gonna let her propose another question. Again, remember, folks, she was the one who proposed the question of how many cigars do we smoke. Personally, what I would say respectfully, mind your business, ain't none of your business, but I can't really say that, but I said it. Okay, she has a question for my brother Steve who just spoke in reference to the beard. Okay, hold on, stand by so we can hear what you're saying because, again, we're in the gazebo, and I thank God for the ability and the friends, the sisters and brothers of the leaf, I have a gazebo, which is outdoors. Which has electric. We have some heat in here. So we're sitting out here. We're little conversating. Vegas, little Vegas. And we have the conversation. We're smoking. We're doing what we do. So my wife has a question. And it's just
4: a short question.
1: Okay, now, now folks, you never know who, because, again, I don't really bring my family into the podcast. But my, wife, my wife's name is Crystal. So Crystal has another question for us. I don't know what that is. And I got to take a piss. So I'm going to let her ask this question. <laughs> And you might be saying, "Don't you? you get, you're doing too much TMI." But listen, this is the podcast. You know me. I'm a realist. This is what we do. I tell you, grab your, grab your stick, and let's have a conversation. So at the end of the day, I got a hole in my sock. That's that's none of my business. <laughs> but I have multiple bathrooms. So we got another guy who's trying to hold me down. But he must have forgot that I have more than one bathroom. God gonna bless us. So she has a question. So I'm gonna let her ask this question. And she's going to pass the mic around to whoever needs to answer answer the question.
6: Hello. Thank you for letting me speak. Um, My question is, Mr. Steve, I know you smoke cigars. Do you have, like, shampoo or conditioners for your your cigar? I mean, for your beer to take away the cigar smoke? Because I know when I'm in a room with all of y'all, that cigar smoke get into my hair. Do you have any conditioners for your beard?
2: I Actually, believe it or not, um, there are beard conditioner shampoos. I don't personally have them, but um, I tell people there are there are quite a, a good amount of beard shampoo and conditioners. Most of these products are online um, that you can get. Now, if you're the everyday person and say, hey, I use it." Head and shoulders and all of that other stuff. Um, sponsorships. Um, I would advise you not to. Um, There are a a good amount of different uh, shampoos and conditioners. Preferably, if you went into a beauty store, a beauty supply store, that you'll see those. Anything with a good coconut oil blend uh, can immediately rinse out that. That scent that you may have in your beard, um, for those especially to use unscented beard oils, unscented beard conditioners. Okay. The only other part to that, though, is you don't ever want to use you don't want to wash your beard every day. The secret to that is for good growth, a good healthy beard is wash your beard with beard wash or the wash uh product you choose to use maybe once a week, maybe twice. But you can do what we call a co wash in the beard world where you take beard conditioner. Put it in your bed, two or three minutes, rinse it out, and go. So,
4: so let me it. ask you a question in regards to apple cider vinegar. In regards to whole that, it, you know, in regards to organic, pure organic, uh, down south from Africa, you natural, natural, natural ish. <laughs> you
6: said you don't too much.
2: Basically, just some good coconut oil, uh, some jojoba oil. All essential, all essential oils, nothing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a chance on playing with chemical based oils or shampoos and conditioners. My philosophy is if you can't pronounce it on the back of the bottle, don't use
1: it. Facts.
6: Okay. My next question is this. I am not a cigar smoker, but I would like to know from the cigar smokers in this room, what made you start? Smoking a cigar, and how does it make you feel? The first question. What made you give
4: it start? give it the Vargas. I'm going to give it the Vargas okay. first.
6: What made you start smoking a cigar?
5: So I started smoking uh, 30 years ago, 32 years ago.
4: Based on your ethnicity?
5: No, no. It wasn't based off my ethnicity. It was ba- basically um i i always i always uh, it was a conditioning thing of when individuals in the past would have a cigar it was always a, a form of celebration
4: okay right? oh, like ba- having a baby and y'all having, having a baby go, yeah, blah yeah,
5: blah, yeah, blah, blah young, or if you young, did something yeah. good at work or right, got a facts. promotion or weddings or whatever the case may be and my first cigar that i had and I really thought I was doing something back then was a Macanudo when it was in its prime. Hampton Court. And um yeah, yeah. And that's how I that's how I started smoking.
4: Yeah.
5: And um it really I, I just thought I was a lone wolf for years. And I remember I would go to barbecues and parties, and I would always have my little stash of cigars. And I would always get excited when I would meet somebody like Like, we was like some secret society or some shit like that. You know, I'd be like, you smoke cigars? I would be, I would get so excited to find somebody who who would be able to smoke a cigar. And then from there, I just, I just, uh, I was riding motorcycles at the time. So I would, um, after I would get done a ride or whatever, I would get off and smoke a cigar and chill and just relax and people watch and so forth. So it just continued from there. And then. The last, I would say, ten years or so, it just blew up, and the lounge just blew and I met good people because of it.
7: Same question.
5: Same question for you, Rose. The
6: question was.
5: The question was, how did you get started smoking cigars? And how does
6: it make you feel? I forgot. Yeah, for
5: making you feel. Yeah.
6: Like that first time that you smoked a cigar.
7: Thank how you. did you? Feel? So for me, I smoked cigars um, around friends. That's how I got introduced to it. Everybody was doing it. So, I went out one night and smoked a cigar. My first cigar was an acid waste. Um, How it made me feel. Actually, to be honest, it reminded me of my father. My dad was a pipe smoker. um, And the smell reminded me of him. So, it was easy for me to be jumped in. Because when I smoke a cigar, if I choose to think about him, it's a safe place. So, how it makes me feel. Calm. Razor focused. Actually, um... Cigar cigar smoking was one of the major components of part of my ritual when I was studying when I was in grad school. So I would go to a lounge, put my headphones on, pull out a cigar, and smoke, do my assignments, and it got me through. You know, because it was something that was consistent and something that I enjoyed. So now, um, I still do the same thing. Um, and it's allowed me to have more family and more friends, and it's taught me how to be... A little bit more forward facing than what I was previously. So it's been a good experience for me. Go ahead, P. That's you. Say the question
4: again. So he you First time you smoke a cigar, and how, to make, how to make you feel. Well, he um, you the from smoking weed. Right. You know. well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I apologize for the rude behavior. You know, they can't expect <laughs> you on me, but. As far as like smoking cigars, um, it wasn't hard for me because I was raised by my grand my grandparents and um, my and grandma my grandma used to cultivate cigars. I used to watch her roll her stuff, put it up in the ceiling, dried it, rolled it. I was kind of, I was kind of curious. Wow. So growing up, you know, growing up, you know, I still have it in the back of my mind. And um, I basically opened up on a golf course, like doing my thing, you know. And then um, uh, my cousin of mine introduced me to my brother, Stone, a.k.a. Smoke World, and turned me the hell
1: out. And I have no regret. Matt? <laughs> All right, folks, I'm, I'm going to give you mine, okay? Now, if you obviously... If you listen to the intro, the onset of my show, I tell you to grab a stick, grab a glass, whatever you're drinking, and let's have a conversation. And if you haven't checked out the, the you know, the website, thesmokeworldpodcast.com, I kind of write briefly on my intro to cigars. So for me, it was in the early '90s. I was on vacation. I was in Cancun, Mexico, and that was my first cigar. And I tell folks, yeah. I don't recall yeah. what that cigar was because whatever cigar that was at that point in time, which I don't recall, I do apologize, but I don't. But I took the cigar, I was sitting on the beach, and I decided, you know what, I'm gonna try a cigar. I'm gonna say that was like maybe '95, 1995. Had that cigar, and whatever that's. Only thing I can remember about that particular cigar that it had a green label. Now, there's, I never was a Macanoodle fan. I heard my brother Vargas. I never smoked Macanoodle. I was not never a fan of Macanoodle. No offense to Macanoodle. But, hey, Laurel Tilly, I love you. But Macanoodles was never my thing. To this day, it's not my thing. But nonetheless, I smoked my first cigar in Cancun, Mexico. Uh, how did it make me feel? So I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Because my, my father was a smoker. He smoked cigarettes. And I couldn't stand the smell of that because I would wake up the smell of cigarettes in the house. And I hated that. You know, so cigars, not cigarettes. Cigarettes is not cigars. So it was something I really enjoyed. And I came back from Mexico. And I couldn't wait to tell my boys, fellas, yo, I think you need to check out some cigars. So there are quite a few individuals that I turned on to cigar smoking back in the early 90s. That, that that today, that still smokes cigars. I'm not taking any credit for that. It was just something that I found out I enjoy. It is a relaxing thing. It was so relaxing that I created this podcast. Smoke World Podcast. So with that being the case, I'm not going to be long-winded because time is limited. And I know folks... When you listen to these podcasts, you may be driving to work, you may be working out, you may be cleaning your house, cleaning your apartment, and again, your time is limited. So with that being the case, that is my experience with the cigar. I'm enjoying one now, and for those who kind of look at this with a crooked eye, squinted eye, a funny eye, stinky eye... Blind eye, whatever kind of eyes that you may have that you say, mm, they stink. Well, maybe they do. To you. To you. Absolutely. My wife, again, is trying to regulate my time. Respectfully. As the host, I'm going to say mind your business. But, so I'm not on anything as far as a time restraint. If you're listening and you're still listening, we may put on pause because now you have to go into the job or to handle your business, fine. You can hit the pause button and come back and listen. Respectfully. Respectfully. I'm going to tell you, mind your business. So with that, I'm going to pass the mic and let my brother Matt answer that question. Again, respectfully, mind your business.
3: <laughs> um, well, first of all, uh, growing up, I saw my dad smoking cigars every day, and as a child, I didn't understand what he enjoyed so much about smoking a cigar every day, but uh, as I got older, uh, when I had uh, my first business, a client gave me a bag of cigars out of the Miami area, and uh, I uh, kind of picked it up from there and started smoking cigars at that time. Uh, I stopped again for a couple of years, and, and I guess about seven years ago, I uh, as, as I was riding motorcycles, uh, you know, a lot of the guys were smoking, hey, let me try this again, you know. And, and once I tried it again, I just really fell in love you with it.
0: You
3: hey, we ride Chopper, we ride some real stuff now, Chopper, yeah, but uh. Yeah, so I, I enjoy, you know, sometimes I'm riding down the road. You may see me with a cigar in my mouth as we go down the road. So uh, that's how I got into it. How did it make you feel? And the way... it, it it's like I said earlier, it's uh it's just a relaxing thing. It just kinda take you away from all of the problems that you may have occurred, you know, or came across during the day. And uh, it's, it's it's really more relaxing than anything. But I have also found that you can find a cigar to make you feel any way you want. Yeah. Steve, what you got? Um actually
2: growing up I was always gravitated to the older guys, and I had opportunities to go either one way with the older guys who I knew weren't doing so right, but it was a couple of other established older guys, and they were always smoking cigars, and I was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. My grandfather smoked a pipe, still wasn't like, I don't know. But uh, I love to go to Vegas, and one time I was in Vegas, I don't even know if this place is still open anymore, but um I know I don't believe it is. And I wasn't quite sure, so I was a beginner. So I went to this place called Sweet Daddy's. It's in Las Vegas. And I asked a bunch of questions. He gave me a great flavor cigar. Uh, told me I could get them online too at this time when online sales had just began. And um, I got a box of Sweet Daddies and smoked good for a minute. Then I stopped. And then a buddy of mine took me to a cigar bar in DC. And the rest was history. And for those that don't know, all my friends know, I got a hold of the cigar by my father, my father's cigars, and that was it. The feeling it gives me, it gives me the opportunity to relax, but it also gives me opportunity to network. That's what I felt—a sense of open, open-minded, and, open-minded and open-like people that have had the same thoughts that I had of being successful, being, or uh, having an entrepreneurial state of mind. So it was very comforting for me. if You're gonna say, how did it make me feel?
1: Jay, yeah. All right, so we got three minutes, brother. Oh, it's
4: three minutes. Three minutes. You're oh, funny as hell. That's what one. it is.
0: Still in one minute.
4: I got introduced to cigars through yeah, family. Martin. Family. 2000. First cigar, Macanudo Hampton Court. Mm. We'll go up and down the road, yada, yada, yada. Do what we do, yada, yada, yada We always had a cigar When we was together And so on and so forth So my thing was 20 years 20 plus years Now I'm going to add on to the point that Rosa said earlier Rosa was my wife She never liked to smoke Here's the crazy part She's from tobacco fields down in North Carolina All day, every day But never liked to smoke But she won't say it. But I'm like, yo, come on, let's smoke a cigar with me. All right, let's go. And her transition. Right. But yeah, 2000. Hampton Court, Macanudo. How to make you feel? How to make me feel? Awesome respectfully boss-ish boss like oh we chilling yada 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 and then when I really got into it later on in the, in, the, in the 2000s everything that the brothers have been saying earlier chilly most chill smooth get away from the humdrum of everyday X Y and Z. Get that hour, hour and a half contingent on what cigar you smoke or the size of cigars you smoke. Hour, hour and a half, and you chilling with your leg crossed. Bam. Beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: well, folks, again, we had a conversation. Kind of went all over the place. But nonetheless, on Smoke World Podcast, There may be those who think this is strictly all about cigars. It is not. Because you're going to have my guests that may talk about things that are un-cigar related. Meaning that I have conversations that you have in the lounge. Let's think about it for a quick second. When you're in the lounge, are you talking about cigars all day? Not at all. You're having regular conversations with regular people about everyday life. About things that are going on. It's with impressive. you personally Or what's taking place in society So I always want to keep you Informed With what's going on So again oh, no, thank you. As a podcast listener Appreciate your support Appreciate your love So with all that being said Mind your business Smoke Security world. Smoke, world. Smoke, world. Smoke world Listen folks Keep listening Appreciate you. Love you. Thank you for your support. And again, we got the videos coming to you soon. All right. Smoke. We'll talk to you. Smoke. Peace. Smoke World. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of Smoke World in the Books. I know that was a lot. Now, what you just heard, there was a raw conversation. Something that takes place in the gazebo. We sit back, we enjoy ourselves, we have a smoke, we drink, and we conversate. So, you heard a raw conversation. It may have seemed like it was all over the place, but it wasn't. Again, you can follow me on Instagram, Podcast, Email, stone at SmokeWorldPodcast.com. The website, SmokeWorldPodcast.com. Again, come share your ideas, what you're going to be doing this winter. Let the folks know, you know, your idea may be influencing and assisting someone else on something they didn't think about. Again, folks, appreciate you listening. You stay safe, stay warm. Peace.